Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He. I'm your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host... This is Josh Frankenstein. Drew Carroll. That's right. And hey, if you're a newer listener, we just want to let you know a little bit about the show. Uh, We are three buddies who uh, met each other in 1992. We grew up together. In the early 2000s, we started a band, and uh, all the crazy, wild decisions that come with life on the road, playing gigs, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And then now we're all husbands, we're fathers, or soon to be, in Drew's case. (laughs) Yes. And uh, we've reunited to make a podcast, and and all we can say is you're welcome. So enjoy it. (laughs) Well, tonight we're going to jump into an awesome main topic. We're talking secretly sinister Disney characters. We got some curveballs we're going to throw your way. It's going to be fun. And then we're also going to get into an amazing, an amazing listener question that came to us via Facebook. It's on theme with Disney, but I'm not going to spoil it. We'll get to it. Yeah, please but, don't. Uh, don't spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. It's too good. It's too good. Anyways, my wife, she works in... She works for a software company that, that makes this appraisal software, and so... These appraisers and, and real estate agents, uh, their names come through this system all the time. And they're just random people. Well, yesterday, the mother load, the holy grail of real estate. <laughs> the holy grail of real estate agents came through the system. And all I have to say is that if you're looking to buy real estate in Oklahoma, there is only one person that you need to go to, and that is Mr. Charles Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm talking about Mr. Chuck, Mr. Chuck Gooch. <laughs> I don't know. I was just gonna say Chuck Gooch. Chuck and Gooch. I don't know. Dude, when anything you say about it like this guy, that, it doesn't even sound like is that is that Chuck like Gooch? It, Chuck Gooch. Is that like Chuck Roast? Is that like a <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is so disgusting. No? No. no. I think Chuck, Chuck Gooch like- is something different. <laughs> That's what it it's is. It's a like grown-up version of Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chuck E. Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing close to Chuck Rose. Okay. <laughs> Dude, what if you offer that to somebody who's coming over? Like, what are we having? Oh, I got some Chucked Gooch. <laughs> oh my god. It's a little smoky, but <laughs> oh. look, fellas. All I'm saying is that if you want to have the most wildest real estate experience that you can <laughs> deep in the heart of Oklahoma you need to google and give a call to Mr. Chucky Gooch <laughs> or so or the gross. most exotic meal <laughs> oh my gosh that's like right up there with Rocky Mountain Oysters <laughs> oh. yeah dude with the side of Chucked Gooch <laughs> So tonight, our specials are a nice a nice Rocky Mountain Oyster with a side of Chuck Gooch. <laughs> does sound like something they'd serve in France, actually. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, okay. We got to move on. Okay, so it was just too perfect. As soon as yeah, it came through, I was no. like, that's not a real name. It can't be. Thank you for but, making uh, my day. That dude, was fantastic. You're welcome. That uh, is all no, That's a guy who does what I do to telemarketers. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually going to be my new name. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Have you reached uh, Chuck Gooch? <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, Josh, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm not doing well, man. I'm not doing well. Um, had a really bad week. Um, you know, my baseball team, we made it to uh, made it to the championship game. Led the entire game. Man, just ended up losing by one run. 
bottom bottom of the bottom of the sixth inning and other team beat us and I mean it's just it's really devastating I had to go home and drink my sorrows away and I never thought I'd get that emotional about managing a little league team with six to eight year olds <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was I was really emotional I guess it just goes to show that if you if you're competitive and you always care about winning you always care about winning <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so you're times. you're coming off a three day bender I'm right coming now. Coming off a three day bender, <laughs> I've 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 gone through through three handles of whiskey. You know, I, this is this has been my first stable day. You know, in in three days. <laughs> got a voicemail that I was fired. <laughs> At least you waited to go on the bender until you got off the field and didn't just start pounding them in the dugout with the little kids. <laughs> yeah, I brought these just in case. <laughs> you know, I did. Ca- <laughs> That's okay. All right. So all joking aside. Um, the night that we actually had the game, dude, like, uh, I, you know, I went to Walmart like three months ago and bought one of those soft shell, like super thick ice chests. That's like, you know, nice and compact. And I actually did put three Coors lights in the bottom of the ice chest. Just in case. <laughs> uh, I obviously didn't drink them cause I didn't feel like getting hauled away in handcuffs for public, for public drinking or whatever it is. Dude, that's what the paper bag is for. I, I oh forgot that. I forgot the paper bag. Yeah, I probably should have taken it. Or that, you put so. it into a to-go cup and drink it out of a straw. <laughs> Dang. No, I'm just kidding, man. It was it was a good week. Like, yeah. I mean, that one did suck. It did suck. I, I, I cried a little. Just, yeah, a little. Well, I cried a little. Happy but. tears or sad tears? <laughs> Why would they be happy tears? Uh, season's <laughs> over. Oh, that's a good point. I guess half and half. Dude, like, you're, the, dude, hang on. You're one of the busiest dads I know. I know, dude. It's crazy. Why do you, what do you mean you, why would you be happy it's over? Yeah, I know. I, well, I when you get caught up in just the routine and just doing stuff all the time, man, you, you forget like what it's like to have downtime. So, yeah, you know, I'm here like to remind you that it's great. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Try it out sometime. <laughs> you know, I will. Um, next time I can find a job that allows me to work two hours a week, I'll, I'll definitely jump all over that. Why nice. you gotta? Why you gotta? Why, why you gotta say that? You know that's not true. That's severely underrated by at least eight hours. Josh, Josh, be honest. Was there a moment in your mind where you imagined your team scoring the winning run, and then just all these like six to eight year olds just gather around you hoist somehow shoulders they hoist you into the air you're just they, they like run you around the diamond <laughs> just all laid out dude just like you're like crowd a, surfing a bunch of pygmies like carrying <laughs> exactly. me to the, the sacrificial fire like. oh my god that, that would have been kind of funny actually um no i didn't dream of it in that aspect um, <laughs> Do you think those kids are strong enough? To be honest with you, dude, I took the Coors Lights because I thought if we won, I could give them to the kids. They could pop them open and just throw them all over the place. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> it's like they just won a NASCAR race and there's yeah, yeah, foam dude, everywhere. Exactly. Champagne I mean, bottles. That, that's how you train a NASCAR driver, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's the week in the nutshell. Nice. Drew. Sounds cool. You're up. You are up. Dude, so we had another appointment this week, and we're at the point now where we're going to appointments every two weeks because we're getting. This is closer. for your child to be. For the child to be, correct. That's right. And have you confirmed it's not an alien? No, they it always looks like an alien in that <laughs> in that picture, dude. There's no way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no way around. I it. would double check to make sure it's not a reptilian. Uh, it is definitely. Ooh. A girl though we were able to see that on yeah. the ultrasound is all right all right huh is it a flat earther 
Oh, probably. <laughs> Come on. Oh <laughs> I, I could see on there that she was smart and logical, so I would imagine. Oh, my. <laughs> awesome. So, but it just it just got me thinking, you know, like seeing that, like, or, you know, we knew that we were having a girl, but seeing that it was definitely a girl, dude, just got me, like, uh, put a little bit more anxiety in me, I sure. guess. Uh, I started. You know what they say. <clears throat> what? Right? When. When you have boys, yes. yes, you only have one gooey duck to worry about. <laughs> but oh, when well, you have girls, you have what? millions of gooey ducks to worry about. Every oh, other no. gooey duck. Yeah. Every other. I just made that connection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dear God. <laughs> so that was the kind of somewhat like the kind of stuff that I was starting to freak out about. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so obviously you don't want her to be, you know, like just a super ugly person, has a hard time. <laughs> You know, finding dates. You mean on and the stuff. inside, right? You mean on the exactly, inside? Exactly, exactly on the inside. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same time, you're like, okay, you don't want her to be like too attractive. You don't want her to get too much attention. You just want her to marry off easy. You know, like a nice smooth transition. This is why we should go back to arranged marriages. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> dude, I'm starting to agree. <laughs> It's starting to freak me you, out, you know? Do like, you guys realize that between the three of us, we have bequeathed, what is it now? Six girls? It is. Yeah, six, six girls. Six girls. Six, six girls. girls between the three we of us. We came from a family of only guys. Yeah, yeah. Including our mom. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that's so messed up. <laughs> Where the men are men and so are the women. <laughs> What is this, Kalinga? <laughs> <laughs> okay, for anyone who does not live, you're going to have to preface it, though. For anyone that does not live in the Central Valley of California, Kalinga <laughs> is an oil community in the foothills of the Central Valley where, yes, Andrew is right, where the men are men and so are the women. <laughs> <laughs> They're not listening in Kalinga, so we're fine. No, yeah, we're okay. No one's going to be coming down here. and they don't, they don't have the internet yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're still on dial-up. They're still trying to download episode one, so we're all right. <laughs> They're still using bunny ears with horse cans. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> dude, so... Wow, that really... Yeah, that took a tangent. So, that took a tangent. So, yeah, dude, I just started really freaking out, you know, and I just realized that uh, I need to become scarier, dude. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I need to be I need to be bigger. I need scars. I need more scars somewhere on the face. I can help with that. You know what, dude? Just you, maybe, maybe lose a finger. I think uh, that helps. You're not even the whole finger, like half the finger. Half the I think finger. that's that's good. That's, that's actually enough. more creepy. <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah that exactly. creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, if that was on myself, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> you know who can take care of that finger for you, don't you? So Chuck Gooch. Let me, let me get this straight. You're BA enough to lose half a finger and keep the other half. Like, you're crazy enough to, to let it happen to where you lost half a finger but man enough to keep the other half. Yeah. Like that's like a step beyond. It's like Wait you're a fighting minute. a possum yeah. or something. That that's where that's where the possible and the impossible meet and you get the impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to propose something to you Drew that it's going to seem extreme but it all you're going to have to do is this one thing and it's going to be like an insurance policy that will always pay for the rest of your life. You need to lose half of a finger and you can choose the finger. It doesn't matter which one it is. It doesn't. You need to, they all matter. 
Just no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, for this purpose, whichever one you choose. Is fine. <laughs> Josh is pointing at his ring finger. <laughs> Total excuse to never wear it again. That goes down a different road than I was going to propose, but that oh, could work. What happened? Oh, I just wanted to get rid of that tattoo. <laughs> just, I just My wife is going to be so angry at me. <laughs> Josh is on the right track because here's what you do: you lose. Your <laughs> wife is going to be so angry at you. Everyone's wife oh, is going to be on, so on. mad. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it full circle and it's actually gonna be sweet and our wives are gonna love us. Here's okay, what you're gonna do, Drew. Right. You're gonna lose your ring finger halfway down. You're then gonna take the severed finger and you're gonna make a necklace out of it with the wedding ring on it. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. Yeah, you lose a finger. Yeah, you're the weird guy who wears his wedding ring finger with the ring around his neck. <laughs> but any dude who walks in is gonna look at you and be like, this is a guy who lost a finger. He's B.A. He decided to keep the finger, and he loves his wife so much, he kept the ring on it. Okay, like, you're... Dude, I really don't want to talk to you're this. You're done, dude. Cool. Dude. Yeah. He's not going to mess with you. I'm not going to lie. I'll think about it. It kind of sounds awesome. Dude. And it seems a lot quicker and more pa- and less painful than going to the gym (laughs) (laughs) cheaper than owning a lot of guns probably too so and really you don't have to threaten violence to him at all you just lose a finger and you're good man dude you don't even say anything like the only two words he ever hears you say is yes and no like that's it (laughs) (laughs) you know how mostly no yeah mostly no (laughs) is this your house yes everything else is a no (laughs) (laughs) is this your daughter yes (laughs) so two two i'll figure it out Uh. (laughs) so yeah dude that's uh that's that's been my life dude figuring out How to be the tough guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That was great. That's awesome. Well, hey, tonight we want to jump into an awesome topic, something that, let me be honest here, I think think it could ruffle some feathers, and I think that's going to be awesome. Tonight, look... In in any Disney movie, there's always a villain, okay? And then in in those Disney movies, there's always a hero or those characters that you fall in love with. But if we're being honest, quite often, the heroes, the ones that you kind of fall in love with, they have a darker side if you really read into it a little bit more. And so tonight, we're going to talk about the secretly sinister Disney characters that we all know and love. So who wants to go first? Dude, I got to hear your take on this one. What? Drew, no, you yeah. Can't, yeah. You want me no, to go first? You got to go first. I got to okay, hear your take on this dude. one. Because this is like, this is a movie that I really love. And I'm really. <laughs> dude, I'm not anymore. Tear it apart not anymore. <laughs> so you about to burst your bubble. Oh, Josh. dude. Mary Poppins is such a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going through all these stories today, you know, and I'm like looking at all these different points of views on all these different movies and stuff. And I'm like, okay, there's some really messed up characters in some of these. None more than Miss Poppins. Dude, this chick. Dude. Okay. She's so wholesome. She's and so wholesome and, and positive. It's, man. And it's not even just her, dude. It's the whole movie. It's everybody involved in this movie. No. <laughs> okay, so this family, this rich family, you know, they the need the, they yeah, they need this nanny, right? Right. So one shows up out of the sky. Uh-huh. And that is a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> some some people would call that angelic, but the, the, the wife in that family is supposed to be like this <laughs> feminist, you know, uh Right 
women's rights, women's power. Yeah, thing. some people would call that noble, but go on. <laughs> terrified of her, <laughs> terrified of her husband. He puts her down multiple times in the movie, and she doesn't say one word back. Some people would call that resilient, but go on. Also, okay, it's all bad. <laughs> so, anyways, when Mary po- <laughs> when Mary Poppins shows up, she already knows Bert, the chimney guy, uh-huh. right? So uh. they they have an encounter where it shows that they known each other previously and right. it hints to them maybe romantically knowing each other, you know. Oh, there's definitely a love affair that happens. So Mary Poppins takes a job to get close to Bert, right? Oh. So she she gets a job in his neighborhood so that he would have to see her all the time. Okay. Okay. So all then, I'm hearing is romance, but go on. <laughs> This okay, wait. So all of this goes on, right? And it continues to go on. She makes references to uh, the kids. You know, just want him to say that she loves him, and she's like, "Well, I can't, I can't love all the kids I say goodbye to." So she has like issues with that. After all this happiness, dude, and all this stuff with Bert, and they go to these magical places, and everything's amazing, and Bert thinks everything's back on track. What happens? She leaves. She leaves. Commitment issues. Serious, serious <laughs> commitment issues. I'm still waiting for the sinister. Dude, it's super weird. <laughs> but I'm, I'm still waiting for the sinister. It's just creepy, man. It's a kid's movie. Okay, wait. So are you insinuating that basically that Mary Poppins is a tease, bro? Uh, she's not only a tease, but she's unstable. Do you think that she took the children to these magical places or did she just give them drugs? Okay. That's sinister. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is the spoon full of sugar something else? (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say too. Did she actually fly there? Dude, we all fly, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just depends on the vehicle. Bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude. So you're telling me this woman comes out of the sky just to lead lead Bert along and then at the last Dude, moment she just Yeah, she came back dry, in bro. she get, she came back into his life to build him up so that she could just kick him back down again, dude. That's not cool. He's already a chimney guy. So, so she's got how this. much lower on the rung can he go? I can't. What's more sinister than toying with a man's heart? Uh, you know, Drew, you make a good point, dude. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that means I'm up next. (laughs) So there's always more sinister than Mary Poppins. There's always been one Disney character that's never really settled well with me. And I think a lot of people are going to hate me for this because I'm pretty sure it's a classic movie that a lot of people love. But I just find it very, very sinister that... You know, when I watch the movie Pinocchio, there's this single man who's well over his 60s, probably never been married, has this infatuation with marionettes and toys and children, builds a marionette, and then wishes for it to become a real boy. (laughs) I just got a lot of questions about Geppetto. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. I mean, is he he like a papa, man? Is he like, uh, you know, did he like leave his bishopness in the catholic church <laughs> oh my <laughs> his bishopness josh are you insinuating that geppetto should be on some sort of a registry no, no i'm not saying anything i'm just saying it's kind of weird ml <laughs> At, the ml what registry I, what, what i am posing what i am posing here i'm not accusing is that 
if my theory is potentially correct, is it not sinister? (laughs) 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 I mean, come on, guys. Come on. It's kind of weird. I mean, let's say you knew a real-life Geppetto that, like, wanted to adopt a little boy, never been married, loves playing with the children. How do you know he's never been married? He says it in the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's like let's like bring it into real life. Like, let's say you walk into this like carpenter's shop, and then sitting on the table is a doll of a boy. Wooden boy and then he's like, he's like, this is a massa and a Pinocchio. He's a real boy. <laughs> you might be like, hmm. <laughs> see, so, now, now suddenly see something where, came up. <laughs> you see where I'm going now. Yeah. See, okay. And and now that little wooden boy is real with the prom, or I mean, he, well, it's alive with the promise that it will be a real live boy. If I'm 60 years old, I'm not wishing upon a star for a little boy. Yeah, especially one that's a pathological liar. <laughs> that that is something we should probably talk about as well. <laughs> that whole that whole family system is is in trouble right now. Dude, all of these families are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I'm just saying. When I started looking at all these Disney movies, I realized there was actually no good examples oh, of anything. Here, here, here's something else that tops it off too. I mean, I I might give him a little bit of slack if he had a dog, but he's got a cat. Maybe yeah, dude, right. I, I I can't yeah. side with that. Uh, like, do you, you have what? A, do you have a cat? Here's the deal: you can you can make accusations about Geppetto all you want. He's a single man you, with a you, cat. When you bring the cat into it, I think that's a bridge too far. You need to take it easy, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> do you have a cat? I do not. I have no pets. A cat uh, and a goldfish. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's weird. The, the whole thing is weird. That and that then, right did, there's did, a little you, sinister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you see the clothes that he put in Pino- or that he put on Pinocchio? I yeah. mean, was it just Lederhosen. The, yeah, yeah Lederhosen. Lederhosen Oktoberfest. Like, yeah, yeah, you could call it that. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of like what some girls wear today too. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> <It's just laughs> well, that makes sense. It's European. let's be honest josh that's the whole reason why you have an issue with this movie it takes place in europe right that's half of it yes (laughs) (laughs) what kind of a name is geppetto Geppetto? i'm just saying i'm just saying that 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 is that is the theory that i pose and rob gave a great example like several weeks ago about uh uh in moana like how sinister uh Maui actually. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like is he it legitimately really tries to murder her multiple times. <laughs> yeah. If he would have been successful, this would be a film about a young girl who strikes off on her own and gets killed on a deserted <laughs> island in the middle of the ocean. She's lucky the ocean is a friend of hers. So I, I, I don't put it past Disney. Like I'm sure Geppetto actually worked for Disney. He was a real man. Yeah. (laughs) Ironically. Are you saying this is a biopic? (laughs) It's my son, a Pinocchio. It's a real boy. I think it's just one of those stories that was covered up that that we were never told about. And then what they said was, oh, we could make this into a movie and people are going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) So we have ruined Mary Poppins. We have ruined Geppetto. Pinocchio. Yeah. And now... (laughs) <laughs> now I am going to strike I am going to strike at the heart of many female Disney fans, okay? There is one there's one fella who has uh 
who has come recently onto the Disney scene that a lot of ladies look at as sort of a Disney heartthrob. But I'm going to burst your bubble because here's the deal. He is literally possibly the biggest con man in the history of Disney. And not only is he a con man, but he pulls off the biggest heist of any Disney character ever. Uh-huh. I am talking about Mr. Flynn Rider from the movie Tangled. Yes, he's got the Did smolder. you see that one? Yeah, oh. I've seen them all. Oh, yeah. Drew, have you not seen Tangled? I you will. Have you will. Not, no. Oh, you are missing out. You are missing out on you a will. fine. Uh, I mean, it's just it's a thrill ride. It's a family <laughs> thrill ride. You should see it. It's great. It's and, really good. And dude, I mean, Mandy Moore is just like. It's I mean, so good. She's stellar. It's great. She's stellar. Yeah. It's a cartoon, oh, right? It's Ezra a, yes. Oh, it's. It's just it's up there. Yeah. It's it's. But let's. I digress. <laughs> Flynn Rider. Okay. Here's the deal. Yes, this is a guy who's got the smolder, okay? He he has the ability to seduce the ladies, okay? He's charming, sure. If you'll remember, at the very beginning... Actually, you know what? Let's Tarantino this bad boy. At the end of the film... <laughs> spoilers, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the film... Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers for you, Mr. Drew Carroll. He and Rapunzel, they get together, okay... They marry each other. She's reunited with her family. It's obvious that they're living in the kingdom. They've got back to the castle. You know, she's living as a princess. You know, for better or for worse, he's living as a prince. Now, yeah, it was a long and winding road that brought them to that point. But if you remember at the beginning of the film, we are introduced to Flynn Rider stealing, trying to steal the crown jewels. Right. And before he does, he stands there and he says to the guys, fellas, that's it. I've decided I want a castle. By the end of the film, this guy has seduced his way. He, he knows that Rapunzel is the lost princess, okay? He seduces his way into her heart until he is living. He's literally living in the castle. He seduces his way. He grifts his way. He heists his way into royalty and pulls off the heist that he basically foreshadowed at the beginning of the film. Flynn Rider is a con man. He's not a hero. He is not a good guy. He is a bad, bad man who so, took advantage of a young girl and has stolen the crown. That's all I'm saying. So love is a heist. I mean... Band name, TM. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that is their love legit? Did he really fall for Rapunzel or did he find a way to work himself into royalty, bro? He was a common thief. Now he lives in the lap of luxury. Your, yours isn't sinister. Yours is a capitalist. <laughs> and that's okay. Dude, are you kidding me? He, he's just working the free market, dude. Dude, he takes advantage of By the, the way, if girl. anyone ever talks no. about my daughter like that when she gets older, <laughs> I will destroy them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, he's the Ki- dude. He's the Kaiser Soze of Disney. Okay, he he <laughs> left everybody else in the dust. He seduced his way in, and at the end of the day, dude, he is. And he did it without the gonna, limp. He's gonna be the king someday, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? We'll throw out a poll, and we'll let the we'll let the audience be the judge. Who is the most sinister character? We're Geppetto. talking Flynn Rider. Geppetto. They're Flynn gonna be like, the- who's Flynn Rider? <laughs> <laughs> who is the most sinister character Flynn Rider the ultimate con man Mary Poppins that the heartbreaker maybe the drug pusher 
if we're being honest. Dude, a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> or Geppetto, the dirty, dirty old man. We'll throw it out there. <laughs> He's on my son, a Pinocchio. We'll throw it out there for a poll. We'll let the people decide. Speaking of keeping the conversation going, tonight we have an awesome listener question that is in the Disney theme. It came via Facebook from Michelle Agati, and it says this, gentlemen, did Sleeping Beauty have a catheter or a colostomy bag like what was the deal with that this lady was asleep for a long time what's going on there okay so there's one approach medically speaking however possible <laughs> since she was sleeping and there was no tube to feed her she couldn't go or my alternate theory which i actually prefer part of the curse was that the three fairy godmothers had to go on her behalf. <laughs> oh, my. Take that, fairy godmothers. <laughs> so it was just magically moved from one to the other until, until exited. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting take. For sure. <laughs> I did not think of that one. <laughs> not once, no. no. Yeah. Dude, what if it was like one I had of those some extra like time this week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was like one of those voodoo curses where like the the evil queen, like, she could put her to sleep, but it was gonna be revisited on her that like the queen was gonna have to take all of her dumps for her <laughs> while she slept. Go goes from two a day to four a day <laughs> that's a nasty queen <laughs> four okay, wait, how, how long was she asleep do, do we remember how long she was asleep i don't think we really was it know. years uh well, i think in the story it was yeah in the movie no not so much well like in the movie it's like just like a few days vladimir yeah. lennon's been asleep for uh since what 1925 yeah i think so Something <laughs> his like body's that. still on display in the still, red square dude he's gonna wake up one day <laughs> Maybe that is, maybe he is Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Dude, maybe they're just storing it up for one monster dump when they wake up. Maybe there's a hole in the bed. <laughs> Wait, still... it's just like storing up in the coffin under. <laughs> I guess I'm just wondering, like, how does the enchantment work? Like, is the queen sitting there? Does she have to, like, write that into the spell? Like, she will sleep for an eternity and she will also not be able to take a dump. Or she got into it and she made it happen and then she was like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Once you guys find a hole in the plot, do you have a hard time watching that movie? Yes. Now I'm going to struggle with this one. I'm never yeah. going to be able to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. How does she poop? <laughs> Bet you thought you'd never ask yourself that question. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. It's determined, man. Part of the curse is that all of her excrement is transported to the fairy godmothers and they have to do it on her behalf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're so Maybe little. that was the way they sort of like intervened at the last moment. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we can't, we can't break the spell and wake her up, but at least we can make it a little easier on her. Yeah. <laughs> we can alleviate her bowels. Well, hey, what do you think? Uh, this is, this is one of those age old questions. I think we all want to know the answer. So chime in on social media. You can uh, send us a tweet at Yumi he podcast on Twitter or on Instagram at Yumi he podcast. Now, girls don't poop. There's always oh, that that's one. That's the answer. Girls oh, geez. don't poop. Never mind. We got it. There you go. Wait, Figured wait, out. Wait, 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 Solved. 
you have not changed a diaper yet, so you can <laughs> have make that claim. I have. I've changed one diaper. I changed a diaper one time. Yeah, my son's. Yes. Yeah. It was just size. It was yeah. terrible. I had yeah. to wrap a T-shirt around my face <laughs> after I sprayed <laughs> the inside of it with Febreze. So that was <laughs> <laughs> oh, watching you try to raise a child is gonna be fantastic. Oh, dude, he was just. <laughs> dude, he was he was laying down on the couch. And he's just staring at me, looking at me like, what is he doing? That's what they do. I've never seen anyone do it like this before. He's like, why is this ninja changing my diaper? <laughs> Dude, it was messed up, though. Mom and dad set me up for that. They were like, oh, we're going to run into town. We'll be back in a half hour. He just went down for a nap, so you probably won't have to deal with him. Right after they left, dude, he got up. He's all, Uncle Doobie, I pooped. That's ironic. <laughs> Uncle Doobie, I pooped. Yeah, there we are. I love it. <laughs> That's going to be the subtitle for this episode. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, fellas, as we come to the end of our time, uh, we're all a little bit older and a little bit wiser. Let us take it to Socrates. What advice would you give to a younger you? Uh, dude, I would have paid attention when I watched those Disney movies. Really close attention. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would uh, probably go back to uh, a younger version of myself um, before watching Pinocchio. And I would say, (laughs) Josh, Josh, your parents have always told you never talk to strangers. And watch out for that crooked ever over there. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna wait for now when I watch Pinocchio is for Chris Hansen to walk in. You know, <laughs> to catch a predator. Hey, can you uh, can you take a seat? Uh, I'm Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. Why don't you have a seat? Uh, is it uh, Geppetto? <laughs> I have your chat logs here, and uh, you gonna, looks like you were gonna enjoy some sweet tea. And, looks uh, like you kept asking me if he was a real boy. <laughs> Right here it says you keep telling him lie to me. Lie to me. <laughs> oh, too far. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, not too far. That's <laughs> Sorry guys, Pinocchio's done. It's done. Yeah. Ruined. There you go. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> You're free to go. You're free to walk out. <laughs> Are the police out there? Can someone please make that gift. That would be fantastic. Chris, tell me. Are the, are the police outside? For some reason, it turned into Mario. <laughs> that is probably about what Geppetto sounds Chris, like. Chris, it's a reality. me, a Geppetto. <laughs> Hey, we just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening and supporting the show. Make sure you go into iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leaving us a review there. It uh, really helps out the show. And until next time, I'm Rob Lambert. This is Josh Frankenstein. Drew Carroll. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> I swear, he's a real boy. 